Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, ESPN 2, your smart speakers. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, you not, oh, oh, are you there? No, I got you. I didn't, right. I didn't hear you. That's why I was like, huh? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Jay bad morning. The, J, J, why? Why is it a no, bad morning? Just, I just wonder, good morning. Good morning. Jay, you've been on this uh, John Morant thing. Mm. And, oh, my, me too. And, oh, my God. I don't, me three. I, this I don't want people to buy stock yet. Don't buy stock. I'm crazy. I'm out of my mind. I'm wrong. Keep telling, keep telling me that. Dude, I, let me tell you something. Somebody I said he, he might be finals MVP. Like I, <laughs> Yeah, me too. I said he might be finals MVP. <laughs> because because this you is, just said it right now. This is one of those years <laughs> where you just can't count anyone out. There are lots of injuries to key players, some teams underperforming. You just don't know, and the Grizzlies are good. And Ja is one of those guys where like they come around every so often where you're like, we were talking about Derrick Rose before. Obviously, MJ when he came up, Iverson. There's some athletes where when you're watching them when they're young coming into their own, you just know you're never going to forget it. You'll tell your grandkids about it. Jaws one of those dudes. He's a 2022 version of AI. I played against AI. I've seen how fast AI goes. Now, there's interesting similarities here. So, AI, six feet, six one, 175. Ja, six, two and a half. 175. He has D Rose type athletic ability. So D Rose is more like Russell Westbrook to me, that herky jerky, quick bounce type of athletic ability. Fast twitchy. So smooth that out a little bit. It's like it's like a when you get a a wine and you first take no, like let that wine sit in the decanter for a minute. Let that smooth out for a minute. And that's more that R and B rhythm to Jaws athletic ability. But he scores like AI, and he's shooting the ball better. That's always been the one knock on him, that he hasn't been able to shoot the rock. But now he's shooting the ball with confidence. I mean, 35% t- from three, give or take. 98 yep. points in two games. Yeah. Very under control when you mention Westbrook. He, his game is under control. He's not out of control, mm. so to speak. And a lot, lot like AI, I think he has a little more a little more explosiveness yeah, than yeah. AI. Um but sort of that same that same stuff. He got a little bit of Kyrie in him um, in terms of how he handles the ball. I mean, it's just he's going to be talked about for a while. If he continues on this trend, he's going to be talked about for a while. And he's one of probably, I would say, one of, since I've been able to watch basketball and understand it at the professional level, mm-hmm. he's probably one of four small guards that I look to and say, oh, he took over the game. Different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he took over the game. But you know what he can do that no one's done at that size? Like, there's never really been a dude 6'3 or under who you looked at and said, that's the best player in basketball. Right? Ja has a chance. AI 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 was was really – 
But, hey, but like, was the best player about. He did win MVP. He won MVP one year, but there Oof. was you never. If you were to say who's the best player in basketball, you'd have said Shaq or you'd have said Kobe. You don't know that it, year though, Max. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. I'm I was talking about AI one, look, year. look. Dirk Nowitzki was MVP too one year. I'm talking about year in and year out. That's the best player in the world. Not he hit a peak one year where he well, had this kind. You could argue. I'm saying that. AI was never that dude. I don't, he has know, about that. I, I don't huh? know about that one, though. You taking AI a, over a, Kobe or Shaq? A, AI back then, but that's the problem. AI back then was up against Kobe, Kobe. Shaq, Aliens, young man. Michael Jordan. He was up against, this I mean, th- old Michael Jordan. He was up against T-Mac, just tons and tons of players. This dude is, I mean, look at the league now. It's super but talented. I, 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 so here's my thing. Saying, I, don't think, I don't think you can speak to this, Jay. I don't think the league right now because guys have been hurt, is the same this okay, year they've been hurt. as when AI won his MVP. I don't think so. Well, I mean, what, what the hell is Joel Embiid doing? <laughs> What's Thank Jokic you. doing? Thank you, Giannis. Uh, what's Giannis doing? These are giants. I, so, I mean, I, and Giles in that conversation, all I'm saying is from somebody who is 6'2", barely, who played in the NBA, like, I would consider myself to be an alien amongst normal people because right. my hand-eye coordination, my quick twitch fibers – you get there though when you. It's not until you see it. Like we'll get into my top five most blockbuster uh, players in the league, but I got one guy on there, Greek Freak, and you guys, people at home, may be like, "Oh, he's not." But when you see it, when you sit courtside, you're like, "God <laughs> damn, what? What the hell? He can well, go you, go gadget arm like that through traffic, and he can takes two steps from half court, and he's at the rim flushing it." Well, that's all. It don't make sense, man. In sports, you don't appreciate it until you actually see, see it. it. You watching television close. and. Until you go see it, like you said, Jay, you six feet and you wind up playing against seven footers and doing dominating at the level you dominated. That's something different. Exactly. Regardless if regardless if things happen the way it did in your career to, to be your size and be the number two pick in the draft, it ain't just because they like you. Like, I want to ask you, Keith, who out of all the wide receivers you've seen play had the best body control? Oh, the body best control? body control. Because I know like other than me. No. Other, other, <laughs> other than yourself, um, yes. Like Chris Carter had body control. Uh, what made you see that? Like, what, what were examples of that? Just he could torque his body in different ways to go get the football. It wasn't this. They say, oh, he got great hands, but his hands, his his body allowed him to turn a certain way to use those hands. Mm-hmm. Um, Randy Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Randy Moss was another one. The reason why I ask because I think John Tory Morant. Holt. John Morant, uh, the younger guards, probably has the best body control I've seen in the game of basketball for a long time. Like, he always is on balance. Like, he's doing these accurate – like, that move he had in Chicago where he did the three – like, the 180 lay-in, he came down on two – it wasn't like he was off balance. Everything or even just to catch and shoot at the, end of the, and at the end of the half. The reason he was able to do that is because he's so balanced, even as he's jumping well, – he still at, had – the goose. So, yeah. It's like a gymnast, like always like that body control is so different. Can I tell you who he reminds me of the most? And first of all, I do think he has a chance to do the following, which no one his size has ever done. I think he has a chance to be the best player in basketball, not just stick his head up one year where you could argue it, but be the best player in basketball. And two, be the best player on a perennial contender that wins championships. No guy, no one his size has ever done those two things together. But here's the guy who he reminds me of, Jay Key. He reminds me of young Jordan. And the reason is he is doing things in the air. Like, Jay, you called it Derrick Rose was like 
was like with the tannins when you open a bottle of wine, and this dude is like you let it breathe, right? Yes. He's got the R&B or a little smoothed out. When he goes up into the air, the, he is able to step on the air to get another level like as though the air has friction like the ground. When he goes up, he stays up and glides. Man, I don't understand it. Just That's just something he does, I guess. I mean, he... Certain people know how to control their body, like Jay said. And, and you, believe it or not, Max, you can control your body when you're in the air. You can control right. your it, I know it sounds weird, but when you're in the air, for whatever weird reason, you can control your body to a degree and I'm, not come straight down. That's crazy, I, I'm man. I'm going to tell you all, the dunk he had last night on Jakob Porto. <laughs> Jakob Porto moved out the way the second time. Jakob is seven feet tall. He's seven feet, and uh, I, I've never had. I, I tried to dunk on Yao Ming one time, and I was unsuccessful. But there were, I almost had it though. I was close. But Yao Ming seven six, seven six. Think about, think you. about what I'm saying. I almost had Yao Ming, and people start laughing. He's seven six, and y'all no, laughing I, the at the reason. It. The reason, no, no, but the reason I'm laughing because I'm looking at you. Exactly. I'm just looking at your frame and your body, dude. Is like twice your size. No, Jakob went up and was like, "I got this." Look, he, that's a casual seven footer going. Like, I come here, little dude. I got and got. I yammed on and got a knee in his chest. Hopefully they took a good shot to whoever the cameraman is on sitting on the floor. They got a good shot oh, of that. Lord. We got to go to break. I'm just saying that this is um, what you're seeing is something different, people. It's not an, very there's, different. There's not an athlete in sports to me anywhere that I would rather watch than John Morant. I think he's number one. When you talk about the whole sports landscape, maybe, he is guaranteed. Maybe Lamar oh, Jackson. my God. Maybe Lamar Jackson, Patrick Lamar's Mahomes. up there, but I, I love both those guys. For me, right now, when a basketball player can do that, to me, that's the. I, I, there's nothing I'd rather watch. It's insane. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Ja's not the only one working overtime on Monday night. Next on ESPN Radio and ESPN Two. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. People aren't paying to go watch you own. They go watch players play. And, and fans right now aren't even caring about that. But the damage done to the sport in the interim would be monumental. I mean, that's uh, Rob Manfred's word was what? Devastating. He's exactly right. It would be absolutely devastating. And we'll see if he and the owners take themselves, take that word seriously. It will cement itself as a third sport in America. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. Remember, someone in my high school yearbook had a quote, if it wasn't for the last minute, nothing would get done. Mm -hmm. That one stayed with me. 
And it applies often, including to some positive news <laughs> from Major League Baseball. For the first time in what seems like months, right? Because there was, oh, I have to do it by this deadline or else. Uh, look at this. We're making some progress. We'll extend the deadline. For reaching a labor deal to Tuesday at 5. That's today, 5 p.m. Remember, it was supposed to be yesterday. And it'll be Wednesday at 5 p.m. It'll be Wednesday at 5. They keep making progress, right? Because they want to salvage the opening day as scheduled on, on March 31st. Locked out players and team owners engaged in a series of intense negotiations that began Monday and stretched into early Tuesday morning as the sides attempted to forge a path to an agreement. They halted talks for the night around 2.30 a.m. and planned to resume at 11 a.m. Here's the ESPN Major League Baseball reporter Jesse Rogers in Jupiter, Florida, where negotiations are taking place on the progress being made. We have seen more progress in the last 14 hours than we probably have in six months. So that's the good news. It's unfortunate a deadline had to force that, but that's where we stand. So progress, yes. A deal very soon, probably not. Will they extend that deadline? That's yet to be known. See, 14 hours, more than X number of months. If it wasn't for the last minute, nothing would get done. Mm-hmm. So what are the sticking points, Jesse Rogers? Well, here's one according to our reporter. Certainly choosing between a 14-team postseason or a 12-team postseason. This really became a big issue over the weekend. The league is saying, look, we have been adamant about wanting a 14-team postseason all along. I mean, since the beginning of this thing. Um, and the league and the union saying, nah, you know what? We don't really like that. It really doesn't you know, do us well in terms of competition. Kind of waters it down a little bit. We might be interested in a 12-team postseason. So that's one thing. First of all, does it sound right that the players wouldn't want 14? 14 teams means more teams, means less tanking, means more competitive situations, more players in the playoffs. It doesn't seem to be genuine to me that the players wouldn't want that. I think that's a negotiating chit, right? Something C-H-I-T, something you, you put on the table to, to negotiate with. And the owners giving into that, okay, shucks, we'll take 12 when they're at 10 now. Basketball is at 16 out of 30, football 14 out of 32. You know it, the number's going to go up. So it's like a kind of BS issue, it seems to me, that they're playing with so that someone can get a win here on larger issues. That's what it feels like to me. I, I don't know, um, but I don't want to see 14. You don't want to see 14 teams? I don't want to see 14. I just, it, I, I don't think. 14 teams in the playoffs you could sneeze to get in. I don't think that that's I don't think that that's, you know, the competition will be watered down so to speak, right? You you could win 107 games or whatever the number is, you can get you can win 65 games and get yeah. into the playoffs. That's just like the first think, time a 79 win team wins a short series against a 105 win team, yeah, it'd be like, come on, I, yeah, it's I, not good. I, I get that as a bargaining chip, though, because if you're an owner, like, why wouldn't you want to expand it? Obviously, there's more revenue growing opportunities there for you, and more money for you and the players to share. And it's like almost like the NBA uh, pushing the in season tournament. Like, do players love it? But no, there's more revenue for ownership. You know what, though? There is a balance here. It's, and I think the same thing about college football. When you talk about playoffs, the more expanded your playoffs are, the, you, you have to choose. You are now devaluing your regular season yes, to an extent, that is right? Correct. So baseball's got so much inventory with games already, 162 games. 
that already the regular season, after you get past opening day, before the All-Star break, the lazy kind of days of baseball, now all of a sudden you got more teams in the playoffs that those games matter even less in the regular season. That's what I just said. That's why I was like, you can win 69 games, for instance, just throw a number out there, and you wind up in the playoffs playing against teams that have much better records, and then you bounce them out of the playoffs, and they were the favorites, and they get in. It's almost like the wild card several years, not several years ago, when they first implemented that in the Major League Baseball. It was something that I didn't want to see. Didn't want to see a wild card. You you play all those games to lose in one. You know, I was the same way, guys. Like, when they were talking wild card in baseball, I was thinking, you know, like the grumpy old man from SNL back in the day, Dana Carvey, I don't like things now compared to the way they used to be. I was, you know, get off my lawn guy. But the wild card was great. You know, it used to, when I was a kid, some team got hot early in the season. Your season was over, even if you had a good team, right? Nowadays, with the wild card, there's still a way into the playoffs. And I look at NFL and I look at NBA, and, and it works. It works. Like the yeah, fact 14 that is a lot, though, man. It is. I would prefer 12, but that's what it looks like they're going to do. Mm. I mean, I guess you could get used to 12. I got used to the wild card, so you can get used to 12. Football, 14 out of 32. 12 out of 30 is the same thing, right? Like, give or take. And, and basketball, 16 out of 30. I do ultimately wonder how the relationship between the players and ownership group, like will it, will, how this will be affected moving forward. That, that relationship just seems so fractured, seems so far off. And, you know, you look at other relationships, like, you know, NFL is obviously different, NBA uniquely different. But this is moving forward, like what future issues will arise from the way this whole negotiation has gone out? Well, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball has always had like a, a – Contentious. Your contentious yeah, yeah, relationship yeah. with players. I mean, it's just – I guess that's just the history of the game. Yep. And and now, like what the last minute really shows you these deadlines is it ha- forces people to face reality. And it looks like if the owners have the leverage right now, which they usually have not in the past, but recently they've gotten for some reason over the players – the players will start making concessions because the reality is you want to play baseball or exactly. not. By this the way, makes no sense to play 160 plus games and only let 50 percent of the teams in. That's right. You said only, huh? No, said, no, only two. Two, oh, two yeah. play yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But why? London is calling one NFL team, who should be calling their star quarterback, to offer an apology. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 
the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. It was an eventful week around the Packers. Not the highest paid player by a little, by a wide margin. He doesn't want to just be at the top by a few million. It's got to be significant. General Manager Brian Gutekunst tells us that he doesn't want to trade Aaron Rodgers, and that if Rodgers plays in 2022, he wants it to be here. I would start with his legacy. You play at Lambeau Field, but guess what? That's going to be located at Rodgers Boulevard, and we're going to do everything within reason and then some for you to retire and retire as an all-time great. You know, after this song dropped, word on the street, I'm a suspect. Uh, I couldn't say Magic Johnson. I was doing a radio show in L.A., Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, with Marcellus Wiley, Max and Marcellus on ESPN Radio in L.A. And every time, I, it was like almost like a nervous tick. Every time the subject of Magic Johnson or anyone Johnson came up, I'd have to say, OG, Magic Johnson, or whatever name, Johnson. <laughs> One of the stickiest songs I ever heard in my life. Speaking of L.A., John Ireland will be on the show with us later on. Yeah. Ooh, look at that tease. <clears throat> of done of this Mason before. and Ireland fame, not to mention Lakers fame. Yeah, I don't want to mention Mason, but that's another story. Well, what's going <laughs> no, on with you guys? Guy. <laughs> that's a great station, 710 so, ESPN. I feel like sometimes Yates be playing these songs, man, that make me jeopardize my job here on this network because I want to start saying what they start saying. I like, can't say that. Let I'm it out. live TV. Don't we have it. a dumb button. Let it out. Mm-hmm. See, no. Mm-mm. I'm totally joking. <laughs> That's why people are like, yo, Max, you start freestyle. I'm like, I'm not freestyling. No, no. You're crazy. No. For the first time ever, by the way, guys. <laughs> first time ever. Mm. We've already hit basketball. We hit Major League Baseball. Time for some NFL. The Green Bay Packers are heading to England. It's crazy because Green Bay to me is really like when they called Cowboys America's team, that was Tech Schramm. That was a PR job. To me, Green Bay is like America's team. Vince Lombardi. Lombardi Trophy, giant fan, middle of the country, Brett Favre, and and now Rodgers. And anyway, according to their social media department, Aaron Rodgers may or may not be there in England. Green Bay's official Twitter account took the opportunity to post its own cheesehead dream version of Abbey Road. Crossing the iconic street are head coach Matt LaFleur, all pro David Bakhtiari. And Jair Alexander, pro bowler Aaron Jones, and rising star Rashawn Gary. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Man, I, I, like, I, there's no... Y'all need Lysol in your life. That's right. We're going to spread some germs, God. as Key would say. Not the, not the greatest phrase in the middle of a pandemic, I have to say, but it's yeah. stuck. It's stuck, spreading germs. Yeah, because it predates the pandemic with Key. Uh, look, Key, the fact of the matter is they're two best players, and there's still questions about whether either or both will be on the team. We're not included in this promotional material. Yeah, but their best player on defense wasn't either, and he just restructured his deal in Kenny Clark. It doesn't uh, – Dak Prescott, we went through this last year with Dak Prescott prior to him signing his extension. They left him off the hype video for some weird reason. He wasn't added to it. Because he days, hadn't signed his extension. Two days later, they two days later they give him like a gazillion dollars, and I believe Russell Wilson was left off the season ticket letter or something like that. It he's still a Seahawk. Let's not read. You don't into, have to say to you, Keyshawn Johnson. Boo! Stop <laughs> throwing water. No, up. but it's raining the on truth. our parade here. It's the truth. It, it, sometimes when you look at this promotional stuff. 
They want to give somebody else a little sugar. You know, how many times are you going to need Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams? I mean, how many times? Jay, you think if the deal was done, he'd have been in the if all if like he'd made his decision, their deal was done, he'd be in this or not? If the deal was done, yeah, yeah. If See deal, y'all. Well, what do you? But I'm I'm not spreading germs. I'm just telling no, you straight, like business wise, like if if I signed Keyshawn germs. Johnson to a five year deal, he's in the promotion materials. Like that's easy. But this is just this promotional yeah, material. Yeah, there will be more next week. There yeah. may be only him. Agreed. Agreed. Not if he hadn't signed his deal yet. You think nope. he? You think? Okay, let me ask you, Key. I'll ask you the same question. If he had but made his choice you, and made the decision, Jason, say you you can't have him in any promotional materials if you're unsure that he's going to be a part of your team. That sets up a wrong narrative for him too, because then. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at if you're Aaron Rodgers, like, man, these guys are using me in promotional materials. They're trying to box me. Okay. Like, I haven't made my decision yet, even though I I feel like maybe I'm leaning towards doing it. If you take him out of it, what's the difference now? Well, they taking me out of it. They trying to just stick it to me. No, because I tell you, I'm like, look, as soon as you sign, we're going to make a whole campaign about you. I just want to make sure I can only promote the guys who I know are locked in here long term. Devontae Adams is a different situation because Devontae Adams is a free agent to be. Hmm. He's not under contract. Aaron Rodgers is under contract. Just like I just said, Kenny Clark, their best defensive player, is not in there. And he just restructured his his contract. Fair. So I'm I'm like. But Kenny Clark's not even the third or fourth name you associate with that team. Aaron Rodgers is first, first, third, and fifth. I I, I understand that. But my whole point is you brought up everybody else that's on that list. Except Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. My whole point is there's another star player on the defensive side. That's their top guy. I I get it. So in other words, in other words, it's also like let's use this opportunity Rodgers and Devontae get all the shine Devontae, anyway. Kenny Clark on Devontae, defense. Devontae, you can't because he's an unrestricted free agent. And they have to franchise tag him and go through the whole deal. Aaron Rodgers is under contract. But wouldn't, so technically okay. he's Let me ask the you the question player. that I asked Jay. If the deal with Rodgers was done, would Rodgers be in this, yes or no? He's under contract. But, but, but if, if you had security, deal, regardless, of, a lot of people are under contract <laughs> yeah. until they decide to leave and break the contract. Talking, talking I'm slick saying, now. Come on, man. <laughs> He's talking about other people talking slick. Come on, man. <laughs> talking slick. <laughs> he Why are you clutching onto your pearls like that? No, I'm just me? He asked me if the deal was done. I'm like, there's no deal to be done. Are you asking me if he made a decision? Yes, if he if made he a decision. informed him on a decision. He, they're about to redo his deal if he stays, right? So if that was all done. Would he be in the promotional material? Would he be crossing Abby's road? I don't know that he would have been in this promotional material. Okay, that's what I want to know. I do believe that he will be in some promotional material moving forward. I don't know how you do any promotional material about the Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers in it. What like, about that, what just like hey, let me, promote, just, let me promote BJ Armstrong and, the, and, you know, John Paxson. Like, no, you promote Michael damn Jordan. No, but Michael Jordan's <laughs> going to probably get the side of the building in London. They getting a small clip on the internet from the team I website. Wanna, I want to get back to Jay's other point, though. I think it's really interesting. What about the point of view, Key, <laughs> that as Aaron Rodgers is coming to his decision, you don't want to do something that makes him feel boxed. Like, oh, wait, these dudes are trying to pressure, trying to like put promotional material with me for the team next year before I've made my decision as though I'm not going to make a decision. What about that? Wouldn't that antagonize him a little bit, potentially? But see, I look at it the other way, too. You don't put him in a promotional material. Wouldn't that 
tick him off. No, because I tell him straight up, I'm like, look, the reason why we didn't, because we need to come to an agreement with you first. We want to be respectful. Everything's good, and we're respectful of your decision. And we're not moving or doing anything until we have your final word, Aaron. Like, that prioritizes Aaron. And it looks at how the the business looks at him. 1,000%, Key. I can't make any moves without Keyshawn Johnson saying go. It's only like, a it's not it's a website. It's totally different than painting the side of a building and putting up billboards. It is. It is. It's a website. You put it, it up, you put it down. It's easy. It is, that's but true. that's fair. That's, it, fair. Th- that's th- that's a good point. But what Jay is saying to me sat like rings. Jack Prescott true. was franchise tagged. Yeah. Yeah. And they left him out of the hype video. But they said that was an oversight. They said that was an oversight. Like they, they, they made a mistake. Yeah, I didn't believe them. They then. made a mistake with I that. Didn't believe That's what them they then. You believe them? When he, but when before he of got course. his deal, <laughs> of they, course, because he was frank, he couldn't go anywhere. But it's still like you don't know what the outcome is going to be of, like, like while it's ongoing, you just be a little careful. But I think the better point is what Jay brought up, which is. No, I you don't want to make no, him feel a certain way. I understand what Jay is saying, and I also understand from a promotional standpoint, you don't want to promote somebody that may have one foot in and one foot out. I get that. But I don't think it was malicious. I don't yeah. think that yeah, they yeah. I don't think that yeah. they did it with yeah. some sort of negative intent. No, I think in no. that that's why I like Jay's theory better, which is not like Hey, we don't know what's going to happen. We're going to leave him off. But, like, Aaron, we're going to be respectful of your process, so we're not going to act like you've already made your decision, so we'll just leave you out of this one. Any, wonder, if, you're, if you're Brian Gutekunst, anything that the media can get a sniff of that you know can be used against you, you do not want it out there. So you already you defuse the situation before it even happens. So that, that like, regardless, even if it's small and it's a website can be taken down, Aaron, look, this is happening. want you to be lock and step with everything going down so you I, understand. I wonder when the league, when the league starts to promote the teams, is Aaron Rodgers in the league's promotions. That should happen. At, like, his decision's supposed to be any day now, right? Well, he wanted to make a decision based on, if I can remember, before they tagged uh, Devontae Adams. Adams. And the tag yeah. date, the final date is coming up March 9th, 8th, okay. I think it's March 8th. Okay. So, yeah, well, like you said, it's coming. It's somewhere around the corner. A week or so, yeah. give or take? Yeah. yeah, it's around the corner that he has to make this decision. It's a beautiful <sighs> mystery. What Boy, has do? it been. Like, if he makes the decision to stay in Green Bay, do you realize <laughs> You know he's going to make the decision to stay in Green Bay, right? But, but then the no, whole, I don't know. this whole ride <laughs> is over. I feel like that's what's going to happen. <laughs> The meat, like the media, should want like it's in the media's best interest, and to we keep are it going. to keep this thing going. This dude, man, and, and, and if he does make a decision, you want him to leave because it gives you more to talk well, about. And that's not here's here, here's why you still would have meat left on the bone. Oh, this is interesting. If he makes a decision to stay, yeah. Now they now Devontae Adams' contract it becomes the focal point. Now they tag Devontae Adams, which he doesn't want to be tagged. So now Aaron Rodgers has got to weave himself into that because when you tag him, he's going to want more certain amount of money. Now his negotiation is going to be contentious. I want to be the highest paid receiver in the history of the game. I want to be blah, blah, blah. And then they're going to be like, well, we don't want to pay you this. And then Aaron Rodgers is going to say, y'all got to pay him. I'm here. You know, it's going to be that. You're going to have some meat left on the I ball. Want, I and then wonder, what, Jay? How, how does that cap 
Key, I'm curious, and excuse, excuse my ignorance, but how does that, if you have the highest paid quarterback in the game, you have somebody that wants to be the highest paid receiver in the game, how much does that cap you on other opportunities you're able to go get out and make the, your team better? I, as I tell I know people, we always say the cap doesn't he matter. Doesn't believe, he does, does not believe that the salary cap exists. In Marcus Spears, the same thing. Guys, I hate to say it, guys that have actually played in the NFL their contracts, doesn't mean anything, but it but it Does makes it, it forces decisions. I'm going to kick the can down the road. We'll deal with it five years from look now. Look at the Cowboy. We're going to get into the Cowboys later, yeah, but look but at that. They they're faced with but, choices now. They, guess what? Four years ago, what did they do? They kicked the can down the road, and now so, they got to pay the piper though. No, because all they're going to do is do what they need to do on the restructuring side. They're going to kick the can down the road. The road again. What did New Orleans do? They kicked the can down the road. They went to my nephew and they went to the other offensive lineman. They said, "I tell you what, we want you on the team." Got fifteen million for you, guaranteed. Don't even worry about it. We'll convert that and we'll kick it down the road some My more. My theory about Rodgers, though, if I'm right, he's going to want to do this again next year. How do you restructure, get yeah, all the money, uh, and also have people that. believing you might make a decision next year? Kick the can down the road, Max. Just right. remember, I always kick tell it down. You that. Well, listen, Tom Brady and the Patriots did that for years. Everybody and years and years. kicks the can. I hate when people say. No team has money. The Rams been kicking the can down the road since they moved to Eventually, L.A. Eventually, you have that the 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 the, the, the bill comes due. I won't be due. in the business anymore. Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN <laughs> Radio, Sirius XM Channel eighty, and your smart speakers. We uh and and that was straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. So I mentioned the Cowboys, Key, and we are going to get into it later. But the Cowboys now are going to be faced with some choices to get under the cap. You can only kick it down the road so far. It's not that you can't continue to kick it. It's that you then have to choose, do I like the wideout or the running back more? Like, at some point, that choice but, has to be even made. If, even if they were not up against the cap like this, they still would make a decision based on the production yeah. of the people around. Yeah. It's all about the production. If, if Amari Cooper was playing lights out, they wouldn't even think about it. They'd go to somebody else and tell them, give me some of that money back. I, I understand your point. It's a good one. Dan Graziano is here giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. DG. And I know now oh. Dan is ready. This Your lights time. are on. Look You're ready. This. Yes. You're He's on. Ready You're this live. Time. This was the this was the mic that wasn't ready. Yes. We're good. You can hear me. We yeah. can hear you now. All right. Yes. Is no, this thing on? on. The issue with bringing Dan is, is as soon as I see him, I get very excited. I want to get all the information out of him. Oh, so I go right to him, and inevitably I look at my computer screen, and it says Dan Graziano, and in parentheses, not ready, meaning he's not lit. The mic's not yeah, up. Oh, he's sitting in the dark for yeah. three minutes yeah. over here. Well, he's here now. Well lit. Mic working. <laughs> Dan, our ESPN NFL insider, <laughs> are you ready to play – Overreaction, not an overreaction. I can confidently say I am ready. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> won't return to the Packers after being left out of the team's Abbey Road photo. <laughs> overreaction or not an overreaction? I mean, it's not an overreaction. That's not going to be what does it. Like, I mean, if he doesn't return to the Packers, it's going to be for reasons we already knew about. It's not going to. It's not like he's sitting home yesterday wrestling with his. Do that I want to go it. back? Do I want to go back? Oh, they left me out of the photo. Well, forget them. I'm not, that album. That's what. No, I, I look. It's 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 not an overreaction to say he won't be back because it's still possible by his own admission. But uh, yeah, it's not because of the photo. I mean, that's they don't know if he's going to be on the team. Like he has said, he doesn't know if he's going to be on the team. So you leave him out of the. Leave him out of the Abbey yeah, Road photo. I, I think it's an overreaction to those that want to spread a little stuff out there. In Why the are you world. looking at me? To those, you know, yeah. um, <laughs> looking right at it's Max. A, it's, a, it's an overreaction as far as that goes because players all it, all the time in organizations get left out of things. 
And the first thing we do is we run and we create stories out of it, and yeah. it becomes bigger. It's, than awesome. what it's like, yeah. come on. Dak Prescott, they hate him. They don't like him. I mean, He's not in the hype video. There's no games this weekend. What are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. I, I see overreaction, but they, they really missed the boat here. I mean, talk about what better marketing collateral would have been. You know how Aaron Rodgers posted that picture of open space between Randall Cobb and Devontae Adams? They should have put an open space in there just to make fans wonder, huh, is he is he coming see? back? Is he not coming back? Are we connecting the dots here? Mr. And Bo. that really would have made him mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, so. I don't think it's an overreaction, but – I. Uh, what Dan said, basically. Let me just say, Look. what Dan said, he he hasn't made his decision, and I thought Jay made a really good point earlier, Dan, that you also don't want to make him feel that you're not respecting his process. Like, look, we got right. you in the promotional materials. It's true. And there's only four people in the Abbey Road photo. Like, if it was Sergeant Pepper and they left him out, I could see being upset because there's a million people in that shot. But just four, I can But get if you it. choose four Packers, would you say that Aaron Rodgers you know, might be we one We don't of know them? if he's a Packer. We're waiting Kyler here. Murray won't get a new contract. And hold out of training camp. Overreaction, not an overreaction, uh, Dan Graziano. I think it's an overreaction to say Kyler holds out this year. I mean, I'm not saying he, it's impossible, but it's, it's early in the process for a, a holdout, especially from a quarterback. You really don't see it from that position. So I think they're trying to push for a deal, but I think if a deal does not get done by training camp, you probably see Kyler Murray show up anyway, and, and next year would be the pressure point where you could, you could threaten that more realistically, I it, think. I don't think it's, it's not an overreaction. I understand what Dan is saying, but Kyler Murray's history, he likes to take his ball and go home. That's just been the history of Kyler Murray. How and so? He's a, he's, he just he, he don't get his way. He, he take the ball, got to go home. They didn't let me play. You know, that's, that, he comes to the, to the court. They don't pick him. He takes the ball. No, but and what goes gives home. you that impression? Well, you just look at the history of college. It didn't work out at Texas A&M. The first thing he did was ran and went to Oklahoma transfer. That's okay. Kids do it all the time. Then he has success at Oklahoma. He's not getting his way at Arizona. The first thing he does is scrub his social media. Yeah, then he comes back around and tries to clean it up, as we'll have this conversation later on in the show. But I don't think it's an overreaction. I just don't think so. Because he has something called baseball to fall back on. I hope it's overreaction for Kyle Murray's sake. I mean, having his agent have that make that statement, right? I, I think shows the lack of leadership to a degree that you want from Kyle Murray because you want him to make it about the team or at least give off the optics that it's about the team. And I know he wants his money. I can understand that he with the way it. he's been hurt, and he should get yeah. it. But from a leadership perspective, if they do try to put you in a box, I think coming back and showcasing, hey. We can do this. I think sets you up for success. In the I don't future. think it's an overreaction. His agent had an open letter to the team that they posted on social media. Like you, it, it's already there. There, so I agree with Key. I don't think it's an overreaction. The, the Texans will need to make a decision on Deshaun Watson this month. Then, I don't think that's an overreaction. I, I think they probably do. I just don't know if they can. The, the The trigger date is like the fifth day of the league year. His $35 million salary for this year is already guaranteed. But on the fifth day of the league year, so like March 21st, 22nd, all $37 million of next year's money becomes fully guaranteed. So the wow. 2023 money. So uh, if, if you're trading for him. Now, what? Now most NFL contracts are written so that if, if he's suspended under the personal conduct policy, you can void the guarantees. But that's kind of a roll of the dice. You don't know if he's going to be suspended. You could be on the hook for all that money, or the team acquiring him could be on the hook for all that money, and it might affect the negotiations if you're trying to trade him. It is not an overreaction based on what Dan said with all the inside and information. You know, you got 60 million dollars looming out there. Like Dan said, though, 
the contracts are, are written to such that the league, not the league, the team could always try and go recoup the money. But when the money is already in your account, they go put a <laughs> good luck. I'll just rely upon Dan when it comes to Deshaun Watson. I can. There's nothing for me to add. Ditto. The Cowboys <laughs> will trade Amari Cooper. Overreaction, not an overreaction, Dan. They trade him. That's an the overreaction. I don't. I don't think they can trade him. Now that's a guy who his he's got 20 million coming this year. That becomes fully guaranteed on. Uh, top of my head, when the league year starts, third day, right around that, or sometime in the middle of March, that converts to a full guarantee. I don't think anybody's going to trade for a $20 million Amari Cooper. Uh, I think it's more likely that he gets cut or restructured. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it's an overreaction that they would look to have a trade partner because he can always go with that team and renegotiate yeah, his that's true. numbers down. Let's kick the can and, down the road. They kick the can. Well, now they'll kick the kick can down, down the road. Go restructure. <laughs> Kick it down the road for three more years and see what happens. Dan, if Michael Gallup is a free agent coming off that ACL, wouldn't yeah. that wouldn't that probably limit your thinking as it relates to letting Amari Cooper go? Yeah, but again, it, it's more of an assessment of value. Like if you're paying him $20 million, are you getting $20 million worth of production out of him? And the wide receiver market in free agency is very interesting. There are going to be some guys available potentially in trades. The draft, as we say every year now, is apparently very deep at that position. So I don't think they're that concerned about it. We've got it. like 30 seconds, but mm-hmm. I want to get to this. Jameis Winston will be the Saints' week one starter, starting quarterback. It's not an overreaction. I mean, if he's healthy and, and ready to go, and he's already running. We saw a video yesterday. I, he's got, I think he'll be somebody's week one starter, and, and the Saints like him, and they kept a lot of that coaching staff intact. I, I think it's entirely possible. And now to our Saints inside reporter, <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson. <laughs> I, I think it's an overreaction. I think it's an overreaction. They're looking for something a little bit better, but they mm. like Jameis. Wow. Mm. I thought Jameis was pretty damn good. I, like From what I saw, I thought he had a chance to be something better. You said that with conviction. Wow. Are you looking for something a little bit better? I think we sure. all know that. Hey, who is No, it? I think you know but, that. But they might not get it. <laughs> but they might not I get, get it. it. Oh, beautiful mystery. That's the great Dan Graziano, ladies and gentlemen. A performance that I've compared to Michael Jordan. That's next. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Way to be ready, Dan. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.